Talk Radio 77 WABC. Boy! This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. Friends, how many of us have them? Friends. 77 WABC. Sunny Tuesday morning, gorgeous day here in New York. Here's a great song, Lewis. Another great song, Chicago. Talking to Chad during the break and all these beautiful states. Yeah, I've never done that. I've, I've been to just about every state in this country because at one point in my career, I was on over uh, well over 80 cities across America when my radio show was syndicated by both Westwood One and Sports Fan Radio Network, and I had the fortunate opportunity to travel this country and do shows all over the country. We called it the Party with the People Tour, and we would spend three days in all the cities we were on, syndicated in, and we would, uh, you know, frequent the local restaurants and meet the people, and they would set up a tent, and it was pretty massive. I mean, believe it or not, two guys that no one ever heard of, Scott Kaplan and Sidney Rosenberg, 1999, would get off a plane in La Crosse, Wisconsin. It was like the Beatles. He was like Paul. I was like John. They were like, oh, my God, these guys are from New York, from Florida. What a, what a, what a, what an unbelievable place. And Chad is smiling and nodding his head because that's how the middle of the country feels. They hear you're from New York. You're automatically a rock star or crazy, sometimes both. But those people, which, of course, we call them the flyover nation. Dana Lesh wrote a great book about that. Flyover nation is about 40-plus states. And all they do is fly the American flag, send their kids to serve this country, go to church every Sunday morning, spend time with the family. It ain't New York City. It ain't Boca Raton. It ain't Los Angeles. It's the real America. The real America. And those people right now are the people that are praying to God that Donald Trump becomes president again. Because he does appeal to those people. He does. This group, they do not. But Donald Trump does appeal to those folks. Flyover Nation, America the Beautiful, and my man Chad Lopez, just back from a week-long vacation, could attest to that. Now. We go to Rockland County. 
as Howard Cosell would say. We go to Rockland County, one of my favorite congressmen, one of my favorite politicians in the United States today, who we thought was illegal free. But as it turns out, that not be the case. Back for his second visit in a week. He was so good last time. My good buddy, Mike Lawler. Michael, good morning, bro. How are you? I'm good, Sid. We're down in uh, in Washington for uh, another day at the circus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we'll get to that, exactly what you guys are doing. It's interesting. You're in Washington, and the president is going to drive by my studios probably within the hour. But I heard your voice on this station early in the 5 o'clock hour, and it turns out, and I don't know the details on this, that after we thought that you and Ed Day and a host of others were able to keep all of the illegals out of Rockland County, that about 3,000, if that's the right number, if not, correct me, about 3,000 plus, maybe it's 300, found their way to Rockland County, kind of snuck in somehow, and now you're dealing with that. What is the actual story there? So the town of Clarkstown, uh, which you're familiar with, New yes, City, uh, very. the town of Clarkstown, and uh, they uncovered at the end of last week a, a house, 1,500 square foot house that had 31 illegal immigrants living in it. And they do a great job with code enforcement. Town Supervisor George Homan uh, has done a, a phenomenal job over his eight years going after uh, illegal home conversions and cracking down on uh, those that uh, violate the town code. And so they uncovered this house. They uh, issued a search warrant, and they found 31 uh, illegal immigrants living in the house in abhorrent, substandard conditions. You had children sleeping in the garage on the, on the floor. Uh, you know, they they subdivided the house up. And imagine a 1,500-square-foot home with 31 people living in it. Um, most of these folks, uh, according to the investigation so far, are from Ecuador. Uh, they came through the southern border from Texas to Manhattan to Queens and then found their way up here. Uh, the investigation is still ongoing as to how they got here. Uh, obviously, you know, the homeowner uh, is being taken to court, uh, rightfully so. Uh, and there's going to be a reckoning here. This, this, this is so, so out of control across the, the city, the state, uh, and the country, uh, and people are tired of it. My Democratic colleagues standing outside the Roosevelt Hotel last week as if they were doing something by saying we need to increase uh, you know, the work authorization and speed it up. I, I, I mean, are you out of your minds? We, <laughs> we have to get this under control. You you have to secure the southern border. You have to stop this massive influx. And I've said it repeatedly, and it bears repeating because uh, people don't understand it. This is, this is not about being against immigration. This is about being against this out-of-control process that doesn't work. You cannot have open borders. You cannot have a sanctuary city. You cannot refuse to cooperate with ICE. You cannot use taxpayer funds to pay for free housing, health care, education, food, clothing, and then expect that you're not going to have what we're dealing with as a crisis. Uh, So for all my Democratic colleagues uh, who have for years 
for years flouted the law here and promoted the, these open borders, sanctuary city policies. Enough. Enough. We have to come together as a country and put in place a process that works. You have to secure the border. You have to stop this massive influx. Yes, we need to reform our legal immigration system so that people who want to come here and participate in our economy and contribute to our communities can do so, but do so legally, because this is totally unsustainable. And, 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 and mind you, you had 31 people living in substandard, horrific conditions. We've had incidents with fires uh, just earlier this year, five people. Five people died in a house fire uh, in a home where there, you know, three family. Uh, meanwhile, it was only set up for two family. Uh, and, you know, we had a, a firefighter who died two years ago. This is absolutely out of control. Uh, and, and you don't want to see people get hurt. But my Democratic colleagues think, you know, just continuing to, to you know, allow the laws to be broken uh, is a good way to operate. It's not. I don't know if you heard uh, Mayor Eric Adams last week. I played a very funny clip from comedian Lewis Black. I like Lewis. And Lewis <laughs> actually said that, uh, quote, Eric Adams makes Bill de Blasio look like a genius. And that's appalling. Eric uh, came out last week and was upset that people don't give him more credit for the way he's handled the migrant crisis. And when I look at the migrant crisis, and I'm talking specifically about New York, I place the blame on three people. Joe Biden, who in D.C. allows Mayorkas to keep these borders wide open. Governor Kathy Hochul, who's one of those Democrat colleagues that has done nothing to stop it. And Eric, who, yes, is very angry lately, but spent the better part of year number one welcoming people coming off the buses, calling New York a sanctuary city, and talking about humanity and and giving these people four-star hotels and treating them much better than our own American homeless. You can't just turn it off and decide, now, now I'm angry. I blame the three of them. What do you think about that? You missed one, Chuck Schumer. And the four of them together uh, own this mess. Uh, Joe Biden, the moment he came in, reversed so many of the policies at the southern border uh, Mayorkas is, is an absolute joke and disgrace. Uh, and they, they have allowed over 6 million migrants to cross over the southern border in two and a half years. And Eric Adams stood at the bus terminal, welcoming all these people as they were coming up. You know, we're a sanctuary. We're a sanctuary. Send me your tired, your hungry, your poor. We'll accept them all. Okay. Well, what do you think is going to happen? You know, people are going to come. And it's not just it's not just the idea that you had governors sending migrants to New York. People come because they want to come to New York. And and when you offer them free health care, free food, free education, of course, they're going to come. And on top of it all, yeah, Joe Biden, long before the southern governors were busing people up to New York, you had Joe Biden flying migrants into Westchester County Airport at midnight. All right. And putting them on a bus and dispersing them all across New York and into New York City. So the Democrats didn't have anything to say then when Joe Biden was doing it almost immediately uh, from the time he took office. They only started crying about this the moment you had a southern governor send people up after they were inundated for years 
We've only gotten a fraction of what has come in. Think about that. We've gotten 100,000 migrants coming into New York City. We've had over 6 million people cross the border. So this is out of control across the entirety of the country. Uh, municipalities clearly can't handle it. You got the Senate Majority Leader, Chuck Schumer, who does a Sunday press conference every week, yet somehow can't muster the courage to stand up and call this out for what it is. Instead, he say he puts out a statement the other day saying, oh, I'm, I'm on top of it. I'm on top of it. I'm fighting for New York to get more money. More money? <laughs> That's not going to solve the problem here. <laughs> no. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The digital dollar could give the feds control of your money. Get the digital dollar report. Call 1-800-862-6970 and also receive a $1,000 credit from Priority Gold to protect your money. Or just go to digitaldollarreport.com. Please note, the information provided does not constitute financial or investment advice. No, it's not. And he's not getting it because, as I've said on this show only a 100 times, I got from a very, very good source that the administration says there's no money coming. Uh, so what are you doing exactly in D.C. today? It seems like the world is right here again, right outside my Third Avenue window. There's about a million cops. There's motorcycles. There's police cars. Joe Biden will speak at the National Assembly coming up, oh, in about two hours now. He'll probably drive by in less than an hour. So all the action is right here. But you've got action in D.C. today. What's that all about? Well, we're going to be voting on the rule uh, later today with respect to the continuing resolution to keep the government open and funded. Uh, and as I said yesterday uh, to some of my colleagues on the right, uh, you know, they don't know what they want. They don't know how to get to yes. They don't know how to define a win. They don't know how to work together as a team. Uh, and, you know, in the last week, they've talked about shutting down the government removing the speaker and impeaching the president all at once. Uh, listen, I know uh, I, the, the, that group of people, Chip Roy, Matt Gates, Marjorie Taylor Greene, they're psychos. I'm on their team, but they're psychos. And I got to tell you, I go back to Donald Trump when he had that uh, town hall on CNN, that disaster. And they were t- he was talking about the debt ceiling. And he said, you know what? If I was in charge, I'd let the whole thing crash. And no one knows if he really felt that way. We would have done it when he was president. But that's what he said. And now he's on record again this week saying, you know what? I'd let the government shut down. What do you think about yeah, what Trump I, said? Do you believe him? Look, if, if he was president, uh, zero chance. Because zero. You, you can't. First of all, the economy is a disaster because of the policies of the Biden administration. You cannot allow the government to shut down or allow us to default on our debt. It would tank the economy even worse than it already is under the Biden administration. And I, for one, am not going to be party to that. Uh, Yes, I want to reduce spending. Joe Biden increased spending by over $5 trillion in two years. So I absolutely want to uh, decrease spending. I want to rein in the size and scope of government. It's why I ran. Uh, to be in the majority so we could govern. But if people just want to throw bombs and, and pull stunts and shut the government down, 
go go enjoy being in the permanent minority because that's what's going to happen. And I'm not going to be party to it. Uh, that is not a, a responsible way to govern. It's not what the American people sent us here to do. They sent us here to lead. Uh, I know there's going to be people on the right attacking me. Oh, he's a rhino. He's a rhino. B.S. This is not conservative republicanism. This is idiocy. It is it is so stupid uh, and, and, and illogical as to what they're trying to do. Uh, and they're not going to win the argument. This, this is not going to strengthen anybody's hand in negotiations. All right. So we have to keep the government open. And if my colleagues don't want to pass a CR this week, I will do what I need to do to make sure we get a CR passed. And I'm not going to play this game where we just go round and round and round, shut the government down. And then when it reopens, guess what? They'll, they'll be in a much weaker position. So the objective here has to be through the appropriations process to negotiate, to rein in spending, to downsize uh, government. But this is just shutting the government down. It ain't going to do it. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. In the next uh, 30 seconds, Mike, and every time you're on, you're better than the last time. You are a rock star at this point, so thank you. Uh, are you in agreement that uh, Kevin McCarthy's not doing a very good job? Would you like to see him replaced, or do you think, like I think, he's doing a good job? Oh, Kevin's done a phenomenal job. And, you know, to have to navigate all of these different personalities, keep his cool, and and focus on negotiating with Chuck Schumer and the White House. I mean, remember, we don't control the Senate. We don't control the White House. And people are expecting a grand slam every time. The objective has to be to advance the ball forward on every play. And that's what we're doing. But some of my colleagues think that we're going to get everything we want when we don't even control the Senate. We don't control the White House. It doesn't work like that. And Kevin's done a phenomenal job putting the conference in a position to win every week. But, you know, some of these people are just hell-bent for one reason or another. Some of it seems uh, extremely personal, people like Matt Gates. Uh, it, it's illogical, uh, and frankly, it's destructive to the country. And if they're not here to do their job, they should pack up their shit and leave. <laughs> okay, there he is, Mike Lawler. He uh, always comes up strong. Mike, thank you so much. Good luck in Washington, D.C. today. We'll do it again very soon. Great job, buddy. Thank you so All much. Right, thanks, Sid. You're the man, Mike Lawler, the pride. <laughs> man, he comes with passion, doesn't he? He comes with passion. That is one pissed-off congressman, Mike Lawler. you got to like that. The problem is he's got to care more. more. <laughs> yeah. He holds back too much. That's uh, two right. times in a row where Mike Lawler is actually cursed on here. you got to love it.